Get your microphone. <laughs> Great start right off the get go. Oh, wait, I want to play the applause button. Is this, is it going to work for us? How do we do that? We got, we got we bought new cool things. I want to show everybody how they work. We went shopping. We went shopping here, and I'm excited to do this. Um, <laughs> yeah, now watch. They probably will. Is it going to work? Or, that's okay. The applause button. No, that's right. We have to have it through. We're going to go through the speakers, right? Oh, that's right. Okay, let's do, go to mail. Let's let's do the okay. creepy voice. Okay. Ryan Rusnick's watching. Let's grow polling with. Wait. Let's let's grow polling. Is it scary? Can you hear it? Is it being goofy? Is it being scary? Let's grow polling. Hi, Brandon. Hi, Ryan. Hold on one second here. Oh, let's grow polling. Hi, Zoli. How are you, buddy? Great. It's a Monday night. It's a Monday night. We're excited to have you here with us. Now go. Hey, Mel. What's up, Zolik? How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Hi, Ryan. Is Chuck Hobbs out there? There we go. Now, now we're doing it. Now we're doing it. <laughs> go to Chopper. Here we are live over Richland Center. Yeah, here we are live over Richland Center over the pulling track, reporting live from the, the Beer Money Pulling Team Chopper, reporting to the, the, the tractor pull, right? Does that sound cool? Oh, yeah. Oh, we gotta go back and forth, right? Yeah, that's like, oh, because you can be like the expert, and I can be the yes. goofball. Cool, cool. I like that. That's fine. We're we're, we're done. We're done being screwballs. So, echo, echo. Anyway, Monday night here, Monday October twenty fourth, guys. Uh, we posted a question out there. Uh, how do we grow polling? And um, what's coming up? Anna Thomas is having us come down next weekend. Is it? Or we're going the fifth of November. Brandon and I are running down there. I think Don. I think. I think Don Slam is running down there. Down there yeah. Matt's going to be there from Wisconsin Polar Promoters. Got a bunch of different people going down there to the Midwest Polar Promoters. And basically, I'm getting a lot of calls from promoters and polling organizations. And how can we get more fans in the stands? Not necessarily, guys, from the from my Grand National Champion Tour types of events, but more from um, – is YouTube working okay? Yep. I just saw it flip over there. What's our YouTube channel look like? We have several oh, yeah. people. Okay, cool. Uh, you have to. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, have, Chuck's alive. Hopefully, yeah. Where first, is you know, Chuck at tonight? Is he in the one. field? <laughs> Does he have his son's iPad tonight? Um, what we got? What we I have to be do? What we have to do is uh, how do we get more fans in the stands? One of the things I put on there is we need new fan. New. How do we get more? How do we get new polling fans? How do we get the polling fans we currently have? How do we get them to come to more polls throughout the polling season? And then again, I believe in TV and internet broadcasting. And how do we got to get some of that? How do we? How do we charge for that? How do we get some of that money? To go then to the um, – that's weird that that's not showing our show on there. What's – well, I haven't refreshed it. Oh, okay. How do we get – how do we get – how do we share that money? Calm down. I know. Well, you're like the executive producer. Oh, I want to make sure – It says on the intro. Engineer. I want to make sure it's yeah. working right. So normally it's there. They're live now. There yeah. we go. So it just hasn't so. – um, How do we get them – how do we share some of that money with the um, – with a promoter, you know what I mean? To put more fans in the stands. So, and I think that's what, and I, there's a ton of comments. We posted that on beer money polling team post on our personal Facebook pages. We posted that on, um, on let's grow polling. And I, I need to really catch up with all the comments and different things like that. So that's one of the things we're going to do. So, um, yep. Matt, Matt's jumping on her. Leo, Leo Leo's in the house. Kyle Payne, Kyle Payne. He's a, he's a goofball. Yeah, Ryan Ruth sinks in the house. So, but that's what it's all about. We're, we're sharing, we need to share more ideas. We're going to um, – Gaffney's got me lined up with some winter rye. Going to uh, disc up the polling track tomorrow out at the Trinidad Nationals home. I'm uh, going to seed that polling track tomorrow with the winter rye, get some more organic material in there. So we're getting excited about that. So let's try to get uh, Phil Kelly on the phone if you want to talk a little bit. Brandon wants you to do a little bit of chatting. 
with Ryan. Some of the, what, why don't you guys talk about some of the comments that you've read on some of the Facebook posts and if you can just set the uh, phone down there if you want. <laughs> I, I want you to talk in the microphone. So sure. I'm pick on you. So I'm going to try to get the... Well, I know a lot of people were talking about uh, um, the different classes they liked. Um, I was reading some of the comments they posted on your Facebook page uh, earlier this afternoon, kind of uh, when I had some downtime at work. And uh, I know a lot of people... Uh, it was a battle of what classes they liked, if they liked the smoke classes or if they liked uh, pushing the noise classes. I, I the think end. some people were trolling. Some tro- of that. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I don't think that's No, but it's yeah. not. Yeah, they were trolling. Some people were trolling for comments. I mean, and there's a lot of people say, why do you have the garden tractors? Why do you have the mini rods? Well, those... Those pullers are I just to, as... I don't want to be just about Rich and Center, though. Yeah. I'm talking nationwide. Yeah. No, but I think they are talking nationwide. Some of them are. Good, good. Yeah, if you need to go to a garden tractor pull and see people that have $10,000 in a garden tractor engine, these people take this sport just as serious as Jason does with his 4-1 limited protractor. And I know guys that pull super modified four-wheel drive trucks with sassy racing hemis that started out pulling garden tractors. And... I don't, I don't think it's fair for people to say that this one class is stupid or this class is stupid to each their own. I've sat through four hours of farm stocks and had a good time, going eight mile an hour all day. Phil's, yeah. not, Phil's not answering, so he wanted to get he wanted to get on the show tonight because that's of, surprising that he's not answering. Yeah, he'll call yeah. Zach. We're definitely going to call Matt around seven around seven thirty or so. Jeremy Krieger around seven forty five. So um, I definitely wanted to touch about that, but I wanted to. Brandon's got about a 10-minute video, so I want to have some just frank discussion about that. You know, one of the things that um, I talked to Andrew Armstead um, from uh, the, the, the Pulling Radio Network show, Sidetracked, and he announced for us at uh, the Hybrid Redneck Rally, and I'm going to have him back at Motorsports Mayhem, is one of the things he said is there's just a lot of truck and tractor pulls out there now, and not all of them, there's so many different levels of pulling. It's, let's say you're a brand-new fan, let's, but let's say you do go to a guard tractor pull that first time. And that's your first exposure to it. Let's say let's say it's not that good, Brandon. Let's say that's not up your alley. I, I get it. You they you know there's just as much passion in it, but but that's you know that they don't you know we don't do a good enough job of maybe training out there and stuff like that. So that's one of the things I want to do like next year for like Badger State pullers is I really want to get out there and go. Um, get, I want to have like five thousand little like pocketbook schedules, like you know, like business yeah. card schedules, and leave them everywhere I go. That's what they do uh, at the races yep. yesterday. Uh, Circle Track Magazine put $5 discount things all over the racetrack. Yep. You know, things like that. Uh, if I you're watching, yeah, if you're watching Facebook, we're live at beermoneypolling.com and YouTube channel. We're just using Facebook to kind of do some cross promotion to get you over to the YouTube channel or the Beer Money Polling Team Facebook Chris page Baker, as well. So he pulls the Fat Bottom Girl. Eric Pruitt's on there as well. Chris Baker pulls a hot farm. Nope, he's got a super farm. The Fat Bottom Girl. Different Chris Baker. It is? No, it's not. Is that the Honey Hush Chris Baker? Or is it the... It might be. We'll set to see. Pruitt's chiming in. Yeah. Anyway, so that's just kind of what we got going on there. But if you want to... We do the interviews. Like I said, we're going to talk to Matt Ingham from Wisconsin Poland Promoters. We're going to talk to Jeremy Krieger tonight. Uh, I got to call out to Phil Kelly. Hopefully, he'll call back here in a little bit. But the other day, every, everybody, how do, we, how do we put more fans in the stands? Because ultimately, that's what it's coming down to. Because all of us pullers, we're going to pull no matter what we do. Because we're, we're dumb like that. <laughs> we just... We love pulling on a pull. We want to pull in front of big, you know, big crowds. Yeah, that's ultimately what we want to do. And yeah, yeah, you can't have you can't have every class for everybody. No, no, no. There's no way. There's that's not ever, enough. That's no, no way. Especially it's if gonna work. Grant, you know, there's always going to be a poll where you're going to have at least one or two classes where 
you know, it's probably not your favorite, right. but you're, you're, you showed up, you know, support, you know, the poll. And, you know, and some people said, oh, the shows are getting too expensive. I don't know. I think they're, I think they're cheap yeah. <laughs> for, what, for what you get to see. 15 but, bucks won't get you a movie. I'm scared. A, I'm scared to charge more than $10 at Richland Center. Yeah. The, the problem is the, what people think of a tractor pull versus what we think of a tractor pull. I know a lot of friends, when they hear the word just tractor pull, they think of people driving it out of a, the field. And not thinking of the remedy, and that or, was one of the things that Drew and I actually talked about is tr- is the is truck and tractor pulling a good name for our sport, or should it be called sled pulling, like like the diesel truck pullers use it because that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. not tr- it's not tractor pulling. You're not pulling a tractor. You're yeah, actually pulling not, a sled. Rick Fight does that. It's USA sled pulling, and that's kind of what that's it is. Them. I mean, do um, we need to kind of rebrand it a little bit or talk about it a little bit for the new fans? You know, do you know what I mean? And you still have that you still have that age old question of. Um, of the pull-offs, you get back to the pull-offs. Is are the pull-offs or what's I don't know. Will that bring more fans? Will you go to more pulls because there's a pull-off? It doesn't affect me personally. You know, I don't want to put sixty hooks on my motor a year. I've talked to a lot of pullers this summer, and they will they will come back for a pull-off if you pay them. They don't want to come back yeah. and pull their yeah. their pulling vehicle twice for the same amount of money. But it, you know, Andrew had we had some good ideas. We talked a little bit on the way home on that. So I don't know. You've got. I, you've got- a change in classes too, yeah. and a lot more power. I mean, you have to factor that in that the super stock diesel trucks don't hit maximum torque until 220, 240 feet. Yeah, well, they weigh 8,000 pounds. I got a whole bunch of stuff there. So Brock's saying his poles are between eight and twelve dollars. Um, you know, Eric says you have to put in classes that will draw a crowd into venue for that area, and that and that's a good point. Know know what your know what your locals like. Yeah. Don't try to, you know, don't try to draw in people that you don't have. You know what I mean? If if farm if farm stock and antiques and tool drive trucks are pregnant area, then bring them in, pack them in. And yeah. that's that's part of the deal in there. What we got people chatting with us. Yeah, on so we have Kevin Kevin Dick here. He said Kevin that he Dick, started yeah. out at age twelve pulling garden tractors, and uh, he said the next thing that he knows, he's in Wisconsin with a Legends tractor. Forty years later, yep. so and that's how go. it starts. And I, I think that's kind of I think that's normal for people to kind of work their way up to. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's definitely. Do you want to aspire to the ne- to the next step? It's definitely so. normal. You hey, you actually have someone agreeing with you. Ten sixty six. Yep. I know. Eight fifty six. Eight fifty six. Yeah. So, but I I tell people too like why, well everybody's like why do you pull Badger State? It's because where I live. So why'd you build a four one? That's that's the class in Badger State that I wanted to be part of. I don't want a pro stock. Well, I don't know how to work on a pulling tractor, and I don't want to have that expense, and I don't want to. Um, Brent doesn't have time to tear down a pulling tractor every five. Um, doesn't have time to turn mm-hmm. on a pull tractor every five passes. You know what I mean? So, but that's ultimately what I, I want to do is I want to just share ideas. There's so many smart people out there, but at the end of the day, we have to entertain more. You know, and Andrew and I talked about that on the way home, back to the USHRA TNT days, you know, like when the Orange Blossom Special would come in and they'd have all the pullers out there on the track and they'd have some pyrotechnics, just little different things like I, that. I went to one of those poles when I was and five years old. And that's the kind know. of stuff, that's the kind of stuff you remember. They had the flame, they had the flame throwing robot that ate the cars. Yep. And, and everything is a halftime show and two monster trucks and I mean it was for a five year old boy that was that was the pinnacle yep. you know to go see something like that if you're watching on Facebook guys we're just using the Facebook uh, to promote our, our we're doing our Let's Grow Pulling show live right now at beermoneypulling.com or our YouTube page where you can see all three of us sitting behind the camera uh, we're going to get ready to show our video here in a little bit and we're going to get a couple we've got yep. Matt Ingham we're going to call Chuck's in the quad Chuck's tracks. in the house Wait. checking in from the quad tracks not very good reception so um, but Jeremy, we're going to get a hold of Jeremy Krieger tonight. Um, of course, Butch Krieger's son does a lot of announcing for PPL and different things like that. So 
we're heading into the off season. Um, Carl Downs guys is going to start doing a whole bunch of interviews for us with the um, with the ITPA and some of the Illinois guys to add some content to the show. So I don't. It's going to be a good thing. I'm, I'm excited. We just got a lot of stuff going on, but I really want to. We have so many good things. You know, Eric Proust did a really good job with the Pulling Radio Network. We have our Monday night shows. Looks like Matt start. We're, we're going to talk to Matt a little bit. He's starting some Wisconsin. What Matt's done for Wisconsin polling promotion is just, it's off the chain. He's doing a really, really good job with that. I like to think what we do. I like that. A lot of clubs. I started on a, Kleppy started on a horsepower cup cadet. Bet you didn't know that. Kleppy, you've never been able to fit. I was going to say, how could he even cup fit cadet. on that? That was when he was four. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, that's how it, but that's how it gets started. And um, that's how you get hooked. And that's how you get going. Well, but the end day, I want to put fans in the stand, butts in the seats. Yeah. Okay. So the, I'm, I still believe in the monster trucks and the things like that. I'm disappointed that we didn't have more fans in the stands, in the grandstands at Hybrid Redneck Rally. The pits were packed like they always are. We had probably twenty, probably we had probably two, over two thousand people just on the on the pit side, but the grandstands didn't fill up as much. But I also had some people. I said I was going to have those monster trucks started too, but I didn't get them out there until about two thirty. But I didn't want. I was not going to stop in the middle of a pulling class either. And you take that risk when you have pulling classes started. You know, and when you when you mix things together like that, but the pullers themselves they don't like the monster trucks, okay? And but the monster trucks are a gimmick or they are a sideshow. But guys, that's how monster trucks got started was at tractor pulls. Yeah. When I was a little kid, the, I that, I saw the Bigfoot. Show. They were they the sideshow, side. and look at them today. You know what I mean? And I also believe too because farming not being as mainstream, not the family farm anymore. I think that's where pulling has gone away and now every weekend you can go to wisconsin dells to a, a racetrack or you can go to a nascar race where you can watch all this stuff on tv it isn't as mainstream as it used to be you know what i mean so and pulling yeah it is on tv but like mav tv you know i'll post on facebook hey you know go watch the remedy or go watch pulling on mav tv right now what channel is it what channel is it it's not like it's on cbs or something like that and it, trust yeah. me it's cost big big bucks to do this stuff yeah, i mean and rfd tv i try to always post that or the outlaws around velocity channel on saturday and it's all very very good stuff you know what I mean, but that's just kind of that's just kind of how it goes. So, but um, there's Austin. He loves your shirt. You can't yeah. counter. I figured he would. Wyland would. <laughs> he painted the tractor. So. Yeah, but anyway, guys, let's um, we're gonna show Brandon's video of the week. So if you're watching on Facebook, you need to go over to our website, beermoneypulling.com, or uh, the YouTube channel. Hey, that's what our there's Facebook page is. It's a random hodgepodge stuff of pulling. Everything you can hook to a sled is probably in this video.
off air time. Yeah, it might help if we actually hit the I on air button. Oh, year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so if you're just joining absolutely. us, if you're just joining us, Phil Kelly, the red blooded binder, region five champion, the first ever. Uh, Super Sunday winner at Bowling Green, but unfortunately the session started Saturday night and it just went into Sunday morning. Um, that win gets an asterisk. The, hey, uh, you can still yeah. say you're the first Super Sunday winner ever at Bowling Green. That's why. Yeah. Like. yeah. And, and then the guys down in the North Carolina State Fair started teasing me that I do my best work in front of nobody. In front of nobody. Hey, I was there. I actually, it's I actually went over to the South Side Grandstands. While we were sitting around out there, there might have been maybe a hundred people around, but there was an awesome group of people down at the very far end of the track that, just based on my limited vision, uh, I thought I knew because they were waving and cheering, and yep. I was just sort of waving back, and I thought it was you guys sitting down there. It was. But as I rolled up and they towed me off the track, I was like, hey, I don't think I actually know those people. No, I sat up underneath the grandstands until the very end of the Super Farm class. Uh, just to, uh, That was my first time on the south side. Otherwise, I was a naughty north sider the whole time with beads and having a good time so so i look at bowling green and, and just flashing back into how you how they get a crowd the and people one of the things that they did years ago was they bought the name national tractor pulling championship and they yep. bought it if i'm not mistaken from a group out west and didn't pay a lot for it but that moniker gave them the notoriety to help them sell tickets um and so and what i mean by that is i get to to, to talladega this weekend and we were doing NASCAR racing, and uh, it's a cutoff race to a chase race, which to anybody else is really just a playoff run, um, just like it would be for baseball or football. But we look at the Bowling Green as a national tractor pulling championship, and they've made it a championship weekend, meaning cumulative points, best average finish. So it is a championship for the weekend. But just the name overall, and I, I hate to be down on it, it's a bit of misgiving, but it's still the name that sells tickets. And let's, let alone, it's a great venue, a lot of high horsepower. They have the space for it. They draw the tractors and then in turn draw the people. The tractor numbers being so high, people can come see a class of iron that they wouldn't see anywhere else in the country. I think that's how they keep selling tickets so well. Well, that's one thing, too, we talked about. Brandon went to a, it was a, was an ARCA race. What was it yesterday in the Dells? Yeah, it was like a Midwest ARCA. A Midwest ARCA race. And he, he talked about the entertaining factor of a of a race compared to a pole. He said, you know, the drivers are walking around the stands with their fire suits on, talking to, you know, talking to the, the race fans more. The the fans in the stands had, like, radios. What would you say? They had radios listening to the? They had scanners. Listening they had to scanners radios. listening to the radios, stuff uh, like that. How do we, what can we do as pullers more to be more entertaining, Phil? You're a puller. You're a NASCAR, so you know. You and I, you and I have, we, we've had good ideas. We've had bad ideas. We've yeah. had ideas enhanced by uh, liquid beverages. Yep. Um, so, and, and they're in your in your Bud Light. Um, but I, I think there's a, a gambit of things. And, but what I see now, and as I get more involved and try to be more involved to grow pulling, and with you and talking to other guys, is I do see um, there's a bit of a power struggle. <laughs> um, it's is. There are some guys that get jealous of what beer money pooling's been able to achieve, and I, and I didn't really see that because I thought, oh, we're all in this together. But I, but I see that now that there is some other segregations of groups that don't want to have everybody's arms wrapped around each other to grow the sport overall. They want to grow their niche. And no, I, I know, and there are people that, think, that a bit. There are people that think, yeah, that they think we're making so much money with this Facebook thing. Yeah. If they, they yeah. no, we've never made a dime. The only time I have ever. Uh, we sold. We sell T-shirts at Gordyville. That's the only time we've ever sold. You know, a, a legitimate enough 
I think we make we and, made and enough I, money at Gordyville to pay for our hotels. Paid, paid that dinner. Yeah. The the pictures from the beer money pulling team and the dinner you had at Chick Fil A or whatever it was. Steak and shake. Steak and shake. Just covered that cost. Yeah. And the bar bill yeah, after we won I Saturday think we night. Need to unify more. Yeah. And, and you use the other pages as well. You know. Yeah. We, we the Morgans and 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 Jake and his father and their pull off page and uh, some of the other pages as well um, that I'm a part of and that Facebook groups. Um, but to unify a little bit more so we can promote and, and extend the invitation to other people. Jeff Ball had a pool in Wisconsin. Um, we pull against them all year. He's a very competitive tractor, and uh, they did very well. It's a brand-new venue that's supposed to grow, and, and I, I apologize. I don't know the name of it. It's called the Rock Cut Blowout. Is, is that what it was? So yeah, I, the I one was a, a, October 1st. Yep. Yeah, it had great, had great iron there across the board. The venue is going to be enhanced over the next few years. He's already working on uh, – he's trying to get a region and a Grand National there next July. Yeah, so I looked at what Hillsboro was and what it is now, and I look at what Jeff Ball's got going on up there, and I think, oh, that that's easily one that could grow into something. Yeah. Um, and I and then to grow tickets, you you to sell those tickets, you got to get that notoriety out, notoriety out there. We're using social media as a free medium. Um, if you look at what NTPA does, they don't advertise very far outside of their own their own circle, their own realm. The magazine and on their own station, you don't you don't find too many of their advertisements in outside publications or outside television. You know they there's mm, so NBC that I worked for this weekend. Uh, we bought advertisement time on Fox Fox Network. Yep. Yeah, there's a little collusion there because it's all both good for both parties that the ratings go up, but they had to approve the sale of that advertisement. Not I don't see like outlaws reaching out beyond their group to sell that advertisement right they're happy and sort of maybe content that they have their thumb or they're in control of what yeah what to me dealing with to me there's too they many to reach across to each there's other. too many paychecks guys and gals involved at the top of the polling associations and i don't mean that in a bad way and i'd say that if any of those people are sitting here but there's too many jobs at stake if you will you know good does yeah. that make sense to you phil absolutely uh, and whereas all that, the, we're um, the pullers i mean we need these people we need these people to run these big associations, but all your state level associations, they're run by pullers. I don't care what anybody says. The Badger State Tractor Pullers are run by pullers. You know, the East Central, all the, all the point associations I'm familiar with are run by pullers. Without the pullers putting on, and every, I would say 98% of the sponsors of the Badger State Tractor Pullers, 100% of the sponsors either are, are you know, own, own a Badger State Tractor Puller, own a tractor or a truck in the Badger State Tractor Pullers, or work for a company that is, you know, that sponsors that. Like Smithfield Foods was a, yeah. a big sponsor that came on this year. Uh, Saunders Oil, they run around with the Gerlachs. Smithfield Foods, they came on because of the Meyer family. You know, that's again, that's the stuff that I know. But I agree with so you. We do the, they, that's how Smithfield they hang Foods out. Made a, a huge marketing push in NASCAR as well. So they had they this was their season. Their next few years is a marketing push of you know purchasing preferred products, and that's what Mali is doing with me as well. Is they want you to understand that their product is in a store, in a vendor at a retailer and if you don't see it you could ask for it and that's right. what smithfield was shooting for as well and that was their message they tell us in the marketing plans and some of the meetings we go on with them as, as well as when we do their uh we like to call it organic placement of there's a guy grilling outside of the speedway or on the back stretch or or even a long pit road oh well he's got smithfield food products the, the pork chops that coming out of iowa the hot dogs coming out of who knows where mm-hmm. then it's a smithfield Foods product, and, and that's what Molly was trying to do as well, is show you that a lot of these vehicles, 
internally have Molly products, whether you know it or not, or you could and just ask for them. Yep. You know, it's your Napa, your AutoZone, your O'Reilly's. Um, so I, I, I look at that as we can grow from using that sponsorship and using those marketing terms, but it also has to take an investment. But also, I look at what the points fund was years ago when my uncles and, and, and family pulled, and I understand there's more overhead and more insurance nowadays. And I bid those out as well for our local fair, Lawrence County Fair and Butler Farm Shows, things like that here in western Pennsylvania. And I must say that insurance isn't insurmountable. It is a cost, but I assume it must have gone up. But I still don't see why a points fund, end-of-year points fund, is less than it used to be. That doesn't make sense to me, Um, as well as the vehicles have quadrupled in cost to be a highly competitive vehicle. Uh, I invest a lot of time and money and uh, research into trying to make my tractor, the red-blooded binder, um, the best vehicle it can be in its class and in its division. And I'm sure a lot of other guys do the same thing. Uh, I'm a competitive person by nature, and we're all in this competitively. I enjoy the camaraderie as well, but my goal is always to be in the top 25%, uh, top half of the class when I'm in the Grand National Field, top 25% when I'm in a state or regional. That's a personal goal of mine, and I get frustrated when I'm not. And a lot of it is my rookie mistakes. Uh, the vehicle gets me down the track. But and when we talk, go back to growing polling, um, you know, like Brandon is reaching out, and he went over, to, and, you know, we were talking about they had scanner sound. So I noticed, like, I do have a full complement of in helmet uh, receiver scanner, and I can communicate to pit guys if, if I had that kind of complement of people. Um, that was a sponsorship deal through uh, Racing Electronics, uh, who anybody can buy online, and there's a vendor happens to be in a NASCAR track that uh, treat me very well. But I don't utilize them only because I feel like that input one, I feel a little bit yuppie-like if I got a radio and a receiver and my guy's at the other end of the track and they're talking to me on things, what I can and can't do, because I think I could figure out some stuff from the seat. Number two is I don't have a crew that um, is with me regularly enough that they can diagnose where they think that the vehicle or I should do and make adjustments on the fly as we pull up to the line um, that would enhance its performance. I do see the modified guys do it, the, the snow farmer. Uh, the fight, uh, Terry and Todd, uh, I can't pronounce the last Feist. name. Help me out. Feist, yep. Feist. Yep, Feist. Um, I see that they're using it. I see a lot more vehicles using it. Um, Jeff in the uh, fully loaded tractor, Carlisle Pools and Molly's sponsored tractor, he uses in in, in helmet uh, communication. Um, and maybe it's so he can make slight adjustments as he's sitting there or he's strapped in early enough. So if he thinks he needs to drop up a little bit of air pressure, he can drop a little air pressure to the line and move a weight front to back as where I'm waving or other guys are waving a guy over to it, you yell through your helmet what you're looking at or where you want the cone move for your track placement. But maybe the scanners are our way to go, but it also is a cost investment for the poolers again, not the associations or the sanctioning bodies, to try to enhance fan experience. I think the sanctioning bodies need to start investing in fan experience. Yep. Sanctioning bodies um, and pooling groups and promoters need to start, you know, Autograph signings. We show up in a fire suit. Not all of us are known. A little name card on a table with your um, uh, index cards, your, your hero cards, as we call them, um, sitting in front of you. You sign them, pass them down, sign it, pass it down. Or maybe they are NTPA provided or Lucas Oil provided. It has a picture of a miscellaneous tractors on the front of it. They're generic by nature, but the drivers are all sitting there. And um, maybe it's your classification, um, a super farm driver, you're a limited pro driver, 
your name, Limited Pro, a little picture of your tractor in front of you, so the people understand who they're talking to. That way, when they see it go down the track, there's a little bit of connectivity there where they resounds with them into the future. Yep. So, hey, Phil, we're going to let Maybe they you... could make that, make that investment. So Keep I, thinking I think of a... a lot of things we could do, but we need to group up, Keep... uh, wrap arms around each other. Yeah. Keep thinking of inter- entertainment ideas. We're going to let you go. we got two more guests we're going to get to tonight, but I wanted to bring you back on. Terrific. Apologize for last week. We're still figuring out all of our stuff, but we want to show you one of our cool effects. Check this out. Tell me what, Tell me what you think of my voice now. What did you think of that? <laughs> what do you think of me, Phil Kelly? Now what do you think of me, Phil Kelly? Do I sound sexy? <laughs> I don't know. You're dead sexy. Huh? Dead sexy. Sexy. Dead sexy, Phil Kelly. I sound like I'm a monster game. So. No, all serious. Well, we we bought a little yeah. mixer board. We're gonna start having some fun and do some sound effects. But again, we want to be entertainers just, too I'm with the show. I'm excited. You got a, you have a splitter this this week, so uh, you have dual headset. <laughs> <laughs> it's the actual board. It's one little console. It's one little. It's not a splitter. No splitter. So. Oh. Phil, thanks for all that you do. You're, we'll keep we'll keep bugging you, but just keep sharing your um, yeah, your entertainment ideas because that's what we gotta do. We gotta entertain. We got the pulling thing down. We really are. We're good at we're good at pulling. Yep. We gotta entertain the fans, and we're gonna we're gonna interview our next two guests. And you have a good night, buddy. Okay. All right. Talk to you later, guys. Thank you. Thanks, boss. Yeah. Bye bye. That was Phil Kelly with us, guys. I gotta head to my son's choir concert to be a good husband and a good son. I'm gonna get my microphone, and uh, Brandon's gonna call Matt. Matt Ingham with Wisconsin Pulling Promoters. Okay. He's got a new thing going on. He does he does way more for uh, Wisconsin pulling than about anybody. Ryan, thanks for everything. So I think our cool man voice you is wanna, pretty sweet. Yeah, I think that so, that really caught Phil. You guys way are going to call. Card. You guys you want your phone with you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, make sure it's on vibrate or vibrate. turn it off. Yep. So. And I'll let everybody know. I'll post a link up, and I'll start sharing that. And we're gonna. Um, yeah, I know how to do wanna, the iTunes now. There's Matt's number. On the phone. There's Matt's number. And you guys do your thing. Thanks a lot, So if you haven't, uh, if you want to check out Matt's page, it's Wisconsin Polling Promoters on Facebook. He's constantly promoting any type of poll in Wisconsin. If it's uh, from garden tractors up to Hillsboro. Um, they, he does a great job. He was helping out at Motorsports Mayhem. Uh, he helped us get the uh, the gas trucks in line. And uh, in, uh, as Brandon gets them on the phone here. I, had to, I was making sure I had the right number. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we want to call the right Matt. That would be a little awkward. All right. Let's call Matt. So if anyone has any questions, you know, you can uh, chat with us on beermoneypulling.com or our YouTube page as well um, as we get Matt on the phone here. And... Uh, ringing now hopefully he's uh, available here we are a little bit late but it's not delivering a baby on the side of the highway <laughs> this is a <laughs> he's a emt oh okay yeah hey hey matt ingham welcome to let's grow pulling live you're live on the air across the interweb good to be with you thanks for uh just bringing that on me brandon that's typical of you i figured something, <laughs> something jason would do <laughs> jason said that you were prepared for our call I wouldn't have called I was, you. I, I, Jason told me seven thirty, and I was prepared. Believe it. Yeah. Or not. Well, you really can't go off the schedule, Jason Schultz. Okay. <laughs> he's no, ar- I, he's I, already going to be late for uh, his daughter's for the, choir concert. Uh, yeah, for the choir <laughs> concert. So uh, he was talking with Phil Kelly. So I don't know if that gives away anything. Tell us a little bit about yourself, real quick, Matt. What do you do? Where are you from? 
Well, guys, uh, as you guys may know, I, Brandon, I know you obviously pretty well from the summer, getting a chance to meet you and talk to you. I'm originally from Turtle Lake, Wisconsin, a town of about a 1,000 people in the northwest corner, a little north of Eau Claire. Ranked what, number six in football right now? What the? They're ranked number six in football right now? They were ranked, and they got beat in the first round of the playoffs. Oh, jeez. So oh, man. Yeah, you just uh, some years you just can't win. Yeah. Uh, I currently live in New Glarus, so I've kind of uh, seen a little bit of everything. You really ventured to, to the different part of the state. Of course, everybody knows New Glarus for the uh, brewing company and right in the heart of uh, Badger State territory. So. Yeah, that that will give you a great location. A lot of poles in that part of the state as well. Yes, I've actually tried hard and talked to a lot of people about trying to get a pool in New Glarus because having that marketing tool of the brewery would be huge, but there's just not a single spot to do it. Yeah, the the, the landscape of New Glarus doesn't really uh, benefit for a pulling track at all. It does not bode well. I figured, yeah, if there's just some piece of flat land somewhere, Either, I'd, I'd get a track down and we'd make it happen. But Yeah, no they got yet. hills on one side and kind of a swampy area on the other side. Something I might have to throw up to the, bring up to the brewery someday. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure that, you know, I mean, they got three or four big poles now in a row right down the road that would also be an option for a, yes, a sponsorship. Yeah, so I've, I've considered that too. But yeah, it's just food for thought for future endeavors. What, uh, tell us about why and when you started the Wisconsin Polling Promoters page. Believe it or not, Wisconsin Pulling Promoters is an idea I've had for quite a long time. I got it started roughly a little over a year ago. Kind of started at the end of last season just to kind of get my feet wet. Got it off the ground, just started with a Facebook page, which has grown into the website, which is under construction right now as I redo it. But um, kind of took off this spring and had some help with some other people get involved. And some people have come and gone, and some people are coming on board. And it's really took its... Uh, Took its flight this summer, and once I got my name out there a little bit, talked to some people, and got a few followers on the website and the Facebook page, it really uh, turned into something. So it's it's a great thing. That's where I went to forty nine polls this summer, and I think I got the information from every single one off of the Wisconsin Polling Promoters page. It's a it's a one stop shop if you want to go to a tractor pull in Wisconsin. You can go to the page and the website. It'll tell you where it's at, a physical address. That's one of my pet peeves is when promoters don't put a physical address on their flyer. <laughs> yeah, and if you're a promoter, I mean, what better way to promote your poll than putting it on a Facebook page that's dedicated yeah. to promoting the sport? Yeah, I, I went to a poll in Iowa that didn't have a physical address and... You don't like, want to get lost. In yeah, I, I, look, I look like an idiot stopping at all these gas stations, <laughs> well, saying, "Where the hell is this place?" Yeah, Pennsylvania's. No, that's, that's, that's one thing I've looked at, and I mean, there's a lot of little things I'm still trying to touch on, but I, I kind of look at Wisconsin employing promoters just like anything else in this world. There, you know, there's a there's a need for it. There's, you know, a market for it. You get all these little things on there just to improve each pool a little bit more. It benefits. You know, even if the address here benefits 10 people and over here the classes benefit 10 people and, you know, it, it enhances each poll just a little bit and I feel like, you know, the job's getting done. So, uh, Social media is is the way people are getting their information. <laughs> Ryan Roos. 
Oh, we got to pick on the Iowa, especially yeah. those Hawkeyes. I mean, geez, the way they play these days. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I lost my train of thought. We're picking on people from Iowa. Matt, you got anything to say? Of course, the Buckeyes didn't look too well either. Well, naturally, they got to bring up the college football team. that has been up and down. Yeah. The <laughs> but we can still pick on Jason for those Hawkeyes. Yeah, and he's not here, so we can really oh, pick yeah. on him now. So I'm sure he he really with Doc and them, and they're a little because t- they they were at the game on Saturday, so I'm sure he heard all of it. Yeah. Oh, it makes makes a person feel a whole lot better knowing that he's uh, in the crowd. He's the only one cheering for the losing team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you got in store for next year? Anything? Anything big, well, as exciting? Jason kind of alluded to tonight. I'm I'm kind of rolling it out right after the show here tonight. Is my first uh, in-depth kind of exclusive video I shot. Uh, must have been uh, a week ago, last weekend now. With um, well, uh, Brandon got a chance to see him. It's something is. I kind of feel like this would be the end of the season type of show because of the caliber of truck. But um, anyways, the the video is just about interviewing a puller, getting to see their, their hauler, the truck, ask them what they do when they're not pulling, have some fun, some laughs. And uh, anyways, my first episode tonight is uh, with Dan Brzezowski, who pulls the 1936 International Cab over. So it's definitely something you want to check out just for the level of pulling, but also if you haven't seen this truck yet, you will be amazed because it's truly one of a kind. It's, it's an unusual truck. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen, I think the only one I've ever seen was a guy sent us videos. There's one that pulls down in Australia. Yeah, and uh, the interesting thing enough about the truck is that the puller is just as, you know, unique and interesting. He's a very goofy guy, but no doubt one of the smartest guys I know when it comes to uh, building and pulling a truck. He does it all. And you'll see that in the video tonight. He was gracious enough to invite me into his home and to uh see all this stuff and as we know pullers they still like to be a little secretive about this and that and they don't like to give away too many secrets but he uh he pretty much walked the line and was able to show me a lot of stuff and tell me a lot and so i think the fan the puller and everybody in between will definitely get something from the video so is that going to be up on the wisconsin pulling promoters facebook page yeah, yeah, I'll get it up on the page here shortly. I'm just putting on the fin- finishing touches here, and then uh, hopefully it'll be a regular thing. So for everybody out there that's listening, especially the Wisconsin crowd, if you uh, see what you like, you want to have some laughs and some good times, get a hold of me, and we'll uh, we'll make you our next episode. So. All right. Gaffney would love to have you in the shop over there. He's a, right. He's not a man of yeah. many words, but... Yeah. <laughs> Well, but you know, he, that, could, that could almost be like a two-part series because you got Brent and you got the tractor, then you got Jason, then you got the hauler, you got the shuttle. I mean, like, the team is like 20 pieces wide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the geo tracker. Uh, to be continued episode. Yeah. We, you know, that might have to be the end of the season and then start the next season. Yeah, there, yeah. Got a, you should do a show about the how the Badger State stripper poles came about. <laughs> For the leader, for the leader cones, how we got black brass stripper poles, and we're, we're always looking for ideas to, to branch out there. So that's, that's definitely something to keep in mind. Because I've well, heard the story behind them and cruising chubbies is 
is pretty interesting. So, well, I, I tell you, if you dive into the uh, the social lives of pullers, you'll you'll definitely have enough to keep you busy for a long time. Yeah, definitely, especially with Badger State. So, we have a unique, eclectic uh, group of pullers that pulls with Badger State. So, that is for sure. I'm sure you've. Uh, I don't know how much how many Badger State pulls you got to hit this year. Did you just you know, move to Nuclearis this summer, or how long have you been? Living? No, I've been here. I've been. I moved down here for college, and I've been here ever since. So okay. about a little over ten years now, and I've lived in Nuclearis for a couple of years. And I've. I mean, I've been to most of their polls this year. I didn't really went. To, I just went to a few because I got more involved with Western Wisconsin back home. They actually uh, came to my hometown. They come there every year for the fair, and then this year we started up our own standalone pool in the fall and they were there for that so i kind of followed their circuit around this year and tried to get more involved as a promoter so that's my goal next year is to hit that's the only organization in wisconsin i didn't hit this year it's so i'm hoping to make it up to thorpe and i heard stanley's a good pull up there uh make it up that way a few more times next summer yeah and i mean i the big the big push behind my wanting to do wisconsin point promoters was really more for the little guy i mean you see lucas oil you see ntpa badger state i mean they're kind of they're standalone entities i mean they they market well they've been around a long time Some people the know the name circuits yes absolutely you, you think wisconsin you think badger state and so i really want to i mean i want to help them out too certainly but i mean this is more you know i'm the little guy from a little town and i want to help out the little guys you know maybe they wouldn't say they're little guys but the smaller clubs like western wisconsin mid-state pullers those are the two pubs up north. I mean, you got Northeastern Pullers over by Green Bay and Midwest down in Milwaukee. I mean, there's so many other groups out there that, you know, I want to. And then you got South Central and Southwest. So pretty much every, pretty much every, pretty much every geographical This is, this is the polling mecca in Southern Wisconsin. And sometimes you get to a poll, you got four or five pubs, you know, like, like you're churning dirt and your other events that just, you know. Cheese City you, you Challenge. I think Utica there. had seven seven different organizations down there. If you count. Probably, probably yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's something right there, too, that's, you know, a, a spectacle to see to go to a town of, you know, 50 people and you see, you know, multiple days of awesome points free. I mean, you just, you can't put. 50 might be overdoing it for Utica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But but it depends on how many people are at the bar. Between that and Thorpe were probably my top two pulls of the year. I mean they've Thorpe drew hundred and thirty five hooks, all ordered farmer above. No speed limits on anything. I mean when you can go to a pole and see seven hours of that caliber of pulling for what, seven or eight bucks, that's something that's unique to Wisconsin. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, Thorpe is an anomaly in itself because of the fact that it takes place over the Fourth of July weekend. So when you talk about pulling people away from family events to go truck and tractor pulling, that's you know, that yeah. speaks for itself as well. That's a tough weekend to have a pull. That's for sure. Yeah, that's, and and that's one of the things I noticed when I moved here to Wisconsin is that polls are a social event, and you know everybody wants to drink beer and eat brats and have a good time. <laughs> that's completely 180 degrees from what it is in pennsylvania you know there would there would be 50 rent-a-cops every you know standing all over the place telling you where you can stand and you can't drink and you know it we're lucky to live in you have those county fairs though that are they have their little 
niches. So yeah, it's not. It's you know, that's where it's hit and miss. But you have your places where that was uh, Washington County was was one where the fair board was absolutely just anti tractor pulling. You know, <laughs> they were not nice to any of us. You know, that's a big thing uh, with promoters. Do you ever find a pull mat that you don't want to promote because it has such a bad rep? Um, I've come across some. I mean, there there are definitely some that it's it's not even necessarily their fault. It might just be, you know, a small track or not enough grandstands or they just don't pay enough, you know, things like that. It, it makes it tough from my angle, but at the same time, I still want to help because I feel like, you know, this that that town, you know, that might be all that they have. You know, they have one pull of the year and, you know, they do everything they can to make it big and if they don't, then, you know. And, and maybe they'll learn a thing or two from you. <laughs> That's, uh, and I hear it from Anna too because she deals with all these, all these small poles and these fair boards and, it's funny that they try and negotiate with someone who writes insurance contracts for a living, but yeah. <laughs> so we, well, that's probably one of the biggest factors is probably the insurance side of things. So yeah, it's when it comes to a poll. So I know it's I know probably good to have a little bit of hand into require the... a certain amount of runoff and and safety gear and whatnot. But any anything else you'll be doing uh, in the off season as uh, before we get set for uh, another winter and indoor pulling season, and then uh, lead right into the spring and summer. Uh, anything uh, during the off season that you'll be doing? Did we lose him? Yeah, we lost Matt. Okay. Well, that was Matt Ingram with uh, Wisconsin Polling Promoters. Check out his Facebook page, uh, Wisconsin Polling Promoters, uh, again on Facebook. Uh, uh, any, pretty much any type of uh, poll in Wisconsin. Uh, we're going to try getting Jeremy Krieger on the line. Um, uh, he's a announcer, and uh, you know you know his family with Butch Krieger, the legendary Butch Krieger, who did announcing uh, uh, both on TV, the National Farm Machinery Show, uh, the Pro Polling League, the NTPA, pretty much uh, any type of uh, polling circuit. Uh, he also did some racing as well. We'll see if he answers uh um, it is getting late over on the East Coast, uh, so we'll try getting him on the phone here um, and round out the show. Uh, again, thanks, thanks guys, for tuning in for another session of Let's Grow Pulling. Uh, if you're just tuning in, Jason uh, was here earlier. Um, he had uh, some family commitments tonight, his daughter's uh, choir concert that he had to run off to early. Um, so we'll try getting Jeremy Krieger on the phone here. So, again, if you guys have any questions or uh, type of uh, what what you want to have us talk about on the show, you know, feel free to get a hold of uh, Jason during the week. Hello. Hello, Jeremy. This is Ryan Zolica with Let's Grow Poland. How are you doing tonight? Hi, Ryan. How are you? Good evening. Good. Uh, we're live on Let's Grow Poland. Uh, glad to have you along. Sorry we're a little bit late. Uh, Jason uh, kind of went long with uh, Phil Kelly this evening, and uh, so we're kind of pushed back a little bit. So That's sorry about that. That's not an unusual thing. No, to along <laughs> probably with <Phil> not. Kelly. <laughs> he likes to talk. No, that's, uh, that's, that's quite all right. Uh, Jason Schultz is an announcer and a promoter, and he's got a lot to say, and I have no problem uh, taking my 
turn at the last. No worries. <laughs> uh, so he had actually run off. So um, I'm here with Brandon. Uh, he had his uh, a daughter his daughter's choir concert, so he had to leave a little bit early. I don't know if he mentioned that to you, but uh, so we're gonna finish no. off the show together. So um, sure. again, if you just want to introduce yourself to the audience here and let them know uh, who you are and uh, what you do for the sport of truck and tractor pulling. Oh, absolutely. My name is Jeremy Krieger, and I've been around the sport my entire life. My father is Butch Krieger, who is uh, a famed announcer all across the United States with various sanctioning bodies. Uh, he's also the voice of the National Farm Machinery Show uh, in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, was an announcer at the, the National Tractor Pulling Championships in Bowling Green, Ohio, of course, for many, many years. Um, I'm also the brother of Miles Krieger, who That's is Anna. the proprietor yeah, of MilesBeyond300.com. Uh, he and I grew up in sport together. Um, we're both announcers in the summer. I spend most of my time on the circuit with the Lucas Oil Pro Pulling League, uh, as well as uh, just various county fairs uh, around here close to home in Louisville, Kentucky, where I live. And I also have a podcast uh, called uh, Pulled In with Jeremy Krieger, which uh, I try to do uh, every couple, every, you know, once or twice a month. I don't get them every week like you guys do, but I try to get one out at least a couple times a month. So uh, got one coming up this week. But, yeah, I've uh, grown up in the sport, been around it my entire life. So that's my claim to fame in pulling. Yeah, I mean, one of my first, uh, I went my first time down in uh, at the National Fire Machinery Show, I was I was seven years old, and so my first really, like, memory um, was uh, hearing your dad, and uh, and uh, that's, I've, you know, grown up pretty much with your dad in the sport truck and tractor pulling, and uh, um, he's, he's definitely going to be one of those, uh, you know, people that you're just going to remember for the rest of your life, you know, for those that have been around the sport for, you know, their whole life, and... Uh, and seeing, I'm sure he's got to be proud of both his sons now, what they're doing with the sport, and seeing where they're taking it as well. You know, with with your brother Miles and what he does with his uh, with the road show and his blog, and uh, you know, you guys both do a great job announcing as well. Well, thank you. You know, and I think that is, you know, I think that's proud of us. Uh, he, uh, you know, we enjoy working with him when we can. But you know, I, I talk a lot about, the, you know, a lot of dads uh, teach their kids to hunt or to fish or, you know, to be athletic and, and they play games together. Our dad's life revolved around motorsports. Point before dad was very heavy into pulling, he was the staff announcer at three drag strips at the same time. And on Friday nights, we would be at uh, Durban City Dragway in uh, Elizabeth, Indiana. Then on Saturday nights, we'd be at Ohio Valley Raceway in Louisville, Kentucky. And then on Sundays, we'd be at US 60 in Hardinsburg, Kentucky. So we just grew up at a drag strip or a tractor pull. And so motorsports was kind of, you know, while everyone else was in a tree stand or on a boat fishing or at the lake over the weekend, we were on the road with Dad. And, and uh, you know, when he was doing his TNT stuff, we traveled to places like Charleston, West Virginia with him and several other, you know, indoor events in the wintertime. Huntsville, Alabama was, was a big one for him. And so that was just kind of what we did, and, and it was just logical, I guess, progression. More so for Miles than for me. Uh, you know, I always wanted to drive. I wanted to be an editor uh, and try my best to, be, you know, have something to pull. But this, this uh, announcing bug, uh, it always just kind of kept coming back. And, you know, finally, I just a little uh, bit cheaper. You know, gave into it, <laughs> but 
but yeah, I, I think Dad, uh, you know, I think Dad's very proud of us, and, and I think he's laid quite a foundation and, and paved a, a really good uh, way for not just myself and not just Miles, but but many announcers out there today look to him, uh, you know, in a mentor capacity. And uh, I'm biased, I know, but I think he's one of the best. Yeah, I mean, if you look at any type of motorsports, everyone has that, you know, like with uh, we're seeing with you know with uh, with baseball and. You know, football and all those uh, legendary announcers, you know, now re- retiring, you know, truck and tractor pulling has that announcer too, and that's your dad. And, you know, when it, whenever he decides to hang it up, it's going to be just like, um, you know, with these famed uh, other, you know, ball and stick announcers or even with the racing announcers that we hear um, on a weekly basis as well that have come to, you know, the, everyone's television set. Uh, your, your dad is definitely that benchmark sure. of, you know, where they're at and, I think people where they'd want to strive to be if they're going to go into that announcing realm of the of the sport, um, and so again, just kudos to you know your dad, and of course to you 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 and your brother for what you do. Um, now that with uh, the dis- different aspect of pulling now with the social media, trying to get out front of of uh, you know how can we grow the sport uh, both with your brother's blog. I think he does a great job, you know, with his uh, women on Wednesdays that he that he gets out. Is that a monthly? that he does with that, you know, trying to expand um, the viewership with, uh, um, you know, either if they're a supporting role or our women drivers in truck and tractor pulling. I think it's just a great different aspect that you don't really see. And then sure. um, who do you have coming up on on, the, on your episode uh, well, for pulling? Uh, we have not cut it yet, but it's scheduled. And this coming episode is going to be, the uh, the reigning champion on the Lucas Oil Pro Pulling League on the Super Modified Two Wheel Drive Division, Jared Nelson, uh, the driver of the Midnight Revenger, uh, Boyd and Sons Midnight Revenger out of Altamont, Illinois. He's got a great story. Uh, he's been chasing this, these points for many, many, many years. Uh, his brothers won several times. His wife won. Uh, you know, several of his other teammates have won the championship, but he had always kind of been in the bridesmaids role. And this year, he finally laid down some of the most consistent runs that anybody's ever seen. Uh, he was just in the hunt the entire summer and just ran away with the championship. So we're going to sit down and, and chat with him. And also working on Ryan Reitzel, who was a former two-wheel drive puller that went into the unlimited mod- or the uh, light unlimited modified division this year. I want to kind of talk to him a little bit about uh, the transition from the two-wheeler to the tractor and uh, learn a little bit from uh, him off of his rookie season there. So that's what's lined up. We haven't cut it yet. I'm hoping to get to it uh, middle part of this week and have it by Friday. That's my plan. Yeah, it's always uh, that two-wheel drive class is so tough because there's so many competitors, What you know, whether it's a, you know, just a state level or a regional level or all the way up to the grand national level. It's, it's probably one of the biggest classes out there in terms of the whole spectrum of the sport. And to sure. be to be a champion in that class is uh, definitely an accomplishment. And either oh, if yeah, it's no, Lucas Oil no or NTPA, or even the Outlaws. But, and I think Jared is is just absolutely delighted to to finally have that monkey off his back because you know in previous years he was close, he was right there in the hunt, and then it always just seemed like something happened late in the season. You know, we'd have catastrophic engine failure or read the track wrong, or, or something would happen with the truck that would just, you know, he would lose the championship as they always come, as you're aware, they always come down to the wire. Uh, but this time, this this season was his, and uh, I'm delighted that he's there. And so we're going to talk a little bit uh, about that with him. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, if you'd like, we'll uh, you know hopefully have it up there on Friday this week. Yeah, especially coming down to the wire. I mean, one of the, probably one of the goofiest finishes in the points series for uh, any type of polling was had it been the super modified tractors for a PPL at the uh, at down in Wheatland with uh, the Boyds going out of bounds, and then uh, with the Mav TV as well, and then. Uh, uh, it was a Joe Edder that came through and uh, took the points by one point. Absolutely, yeah. That's another. That's another uh, perfect example of just consistency. Uh, he he was there, uh, right in the hunt of things, uh, and then it came down to the wire. And uh, you know the other two uh, leaders experienced some attrition there, and and Edder capitalized on it uh, and took the trophy back to North Collins, New York. But. Uh, I think you got to be happy with the boys. Uh, you know, just in their second or third season on the circuit with this modified tractor, they have really, really figured a lot of stuff out with the machines, and, and I look for them to be back in the hunt. No question. Yeah, and I mean, I think uh, for me, I think if we can try and uh, get the points, like the point system, down to where the fans can follow it better, that is going to make it a lot easier. I think for people to stay involved or stay interested throughout the whole season. Because for me, as someone that grew up my whole life around polling, the points series, the points like championship and the race, just never really was something that was talked about that much at polls. And I think that's something that polling could definitely try and do a little bit better in terms of uh, keeping fans interested throughout the whole season. No, I agree with that. I, I think there's room for improvement there. And uh, as an announcer, I always try to. You know, it's very hard when you have a you know, five classes a night to, to remember yeah. who's where yeah. at the point. But, you know, it, it's it's always, you know, if you have time in the middle of the show to, to pull up the iPad or, you know, that's another thing, the dawn of devices now and having instant information has allowed me as an announcer, you know, to have that page up uh, and, you know, to look at, okay, well, coming into the night, fans, uh, there's, you know, 10 points between first and third in this class and here are your heavy hitters. And look for them here tonight as we go through and, but yes, I think from a beginning to end perspective, it could you know it would be all of us to make sure that fans knew exactly what was going on, and and you know maybe highlight some of those races that were you know mid-season points races that that were coming down to the wire, so that people could uh, you know people who maybe weren't involved with you know like say you're you're a pro stock fan and and you know the mini rod has a mini rod class has a has a really tight points race. Well, if you highlight that. You know, maybe some of those pro stock fans, you know, would would kind of come over and sort of migrate to to that for a while and get interested in it. So yeah, I, to your point, I, I think it's uh, definitely something we could do. Yeah, I mean, I know it it takes a lot of bodies, especially if uh, even um, it's not just the announcing side. It's I think the organizations, um, you know, they're they're doing better. You know, now with social media, you're seeing them posting the points a lot faster than they've ever been. Uh, posted for people to keep track of but something i thought of is uh um if people could keep track of like uh we're seeing now um so someone goes down the track that's in the points hunt and then uh the way that they finish it's an instantaneously thing where they can keep track of on their phone okay this uh, even as that polar is has completed and the next one pulls and if they pull ahead them then they can see where their points would fall um unofficially and then they can even just keep track on their phone that way. That's something that I've thought of um, that they can kind of during the poll actually keep track of those points instantaneously. Well, yeah, that and that's you know I, I think that that leaves the question and you know what what could uh, sanctioning bodies do with applications on smart devices? Uh, but then you have to look at bandwidth 
yeah. at, the, yeah. at the events, and you have to look at you know Wi-Fi comparisons and all of those things. But and this will yeah, definitely I, stay I on the grand national level, obviously with the state yeah, and regional no, think, with the the bodies. But I think as a you know as the top organizations, they could uh, that's something that they could definitely look into. You know, five maybe you know even just five years down the road as something to work on, as you know technology continues to expand. Agreed. Yeah, I, I think it's a great idea, and and you know we all as fans like to you know I remember when NASCAR launched the you know the next television thing where you could go and you know rent a, a machine at mm-hmm. an event where you had a, a real time telemetry to any car you wanted plus the you know the piped in broadcast from the booth and and you know scanning into all the cars I, I you know I, I think at some point you know maybe we look at something like that you know can can we monitor in in-race radio and in-race communications for, for people who are interested in learning what's going on. Uh, but yeah, I think the sky's the limit. With, you know, and, and to your point before, it's just a matter of trying new things and, and trying to get them to stick. And I think we've, from a social media perspective, I, I think we've come leaps and bounds from where we were. And, you know, and maybe within the next few years, we'll continue to see innovations. And, uh, you know, I, I for myself, uh, w- would love to get to a spot where, you know, fairgrounds, uh, you know, at least at the bigger pools, had that infrastructure, yeah. had the bandwidth, had the wireless, uh, you know, communication. For those of us in the media who like to report, it's very frustrating sometimes to not be able to get a cell signal or <laughs> not be able to post live on Facebook or, or uh, you know, do live videos because of the area where you are. And I think if, you know, promoters were in tune to that and, and maybe, you know, contacted some of the phone companies, at least for the big events, to get you know, more bandwidth, uh, it, it can only help. And at least or maybe work out where it could be a weekend-type setup, if that that's possible, you know, maybe make it more cost-effective. But if you look at racing, it all started at the racetracks. They're the ones that made the improvements um, for NASCAR to, you know, expand to where they're at. And so I think sure. we have to work with the fair boards and the fairgrounds or wherever these events are held, if they're not held at a fairgrounds, where we do have some of these that are popping up on their own sites like we have out with the Glott Motorsports Park or at the Hillsborough Charity Pole. Um, that would be a little because in being here in southwest Wisconsin, cell signal, and the, the, the train is obviously something that we have to work with. And and sure. technology just continues to expand, and we, we just need to maybe try and stay with technology at least so we can provide that uh, fan experience that I think that we're you know just up at a level each year. Well, and I think, you know, to, to your point, even if the promoters can't go full scale, perhaps if they were to have a section of the fairground that was wired, yeah, you know, that those of us who wanted to do live reporting could just go to and have a spot. Like, for example, both Green, Ohio this year, uh, there were certain parts of the fairgrounds where it was sketchy, but the media booth had, like, you know, a C1 connection. They had, like, fiber connections in there, and so you could do whatever you need to do, uh, you know, in the media room. Yeah, that's and, a, and I think if more if more people kind of went to that model, if you know if infrastructure across the entire fairground is not cost competitive or, or doesn't make sense, maybe you have one section where you you know where media people or, or anyone who needs to you know utilize social media can go and, and jump on a Wi-Fi connection and do their business. Yeah, and that's you know it's just going to be a work in progress, you know. Most of these fairgrounds are only having two or three events a year for like at the big motorsports, and maybe they'll hold a, um, a swap meet or something, to, you know, or some type of meeting or something like that. And that's something different versus these racetracks that are having these huge events, you know, maybe 
uh, four, five, six, seven, you know, sometimes ten, or who knows, you know, all these different type of racing organizations. So they have the the capacity to do it, and you know, we we just need to at least just keep up. And I think we're in the right direction with uh, with these organizations, at least on the top level. And the the state organizations are doing better now as well too. Um, you know, Badger State and the Wisconsin Tractor Pullers here in Wisconsin are doing a better job with their websites and you know photos and videos, which is all a positive to you know just let people know what what we're doing here in the sport of truck and tractor pulling. Absolutely, and and I think it's going to be interesting to see where where they all take it. Uh, you know, I, I'm still blown away. You know, I many, many years ago, if you'd have told me that you could stream an NTPA event live, yeah. uh, you know, as it was happening, I would have told you you were crazy. But they do it now very well. Uh, you know, you pay one price and you get, the, you know, the events. You know, I've, I've utilized that several times this year. Uh, Toma, Wisconsin, uh, and then again, uh, take Chapel Hill, Tennessee. Yep. Whenever I, you know, whenever I wasn't on the road, uh, I would buy those and dial them up just so that I could see what was going on. And I, I wish that everyone would do that. I think it would be great if you could, uh, you know, at least for the the Grand National or the Super Nationals and the, you know, the Champions Tour, uh, you know, elite events like maybe the finals in Wheaton, Missouri, you know, I, I wish that uh, maybe Lucas Oil would, would look at, at, you know, heading in that direction, but they have, of course, Lucas Oil Television, which, yep. uh, you know, the app is, is, yep. is, yeah, the app is coming and, and they've got, you know, film crews on site. So I, I think it's, you know, I think we're close. And I, I think it's going to be interesting to see where they take us from here. No question. Yeah, I think, you know, NTPA has definitely been out in the front, you know, especially with the live streaming. The the instant live results have been just great. If you can't do the live streaming, you can do those, you know, right on your computer. It refreshes itself. And, you know, to keep up that way, if maybe you're um, doing something at home, then you can refresh and see who, you know, who's coming up and who just pulled. And so they've done a great job there. Uh, Lucas Oil, you know, I'm looking forward to this, to the app that they're having and, this on-demand type of uh, uh, selection that they're going to be able to offer. And, and I think they're only going to be able to expand off that and probably, I would assume, head to live streaming eventually down the line with the app, uh, uh, the way that they have it set up. And hopefully they'll be able to do more live results as well in the future. And it all just takes bodies and and uh, and then, of course, being able to access, like you, like you talked about earlier, being able to access to the Internet and get those live results up. Well, and I, like I say, having you know, doing most of my announcing for Lucas Oil this summer, we did a whole lot more of the the live, you know, jumping on Facebook before the event to talk about what we were getting into that evening. And uh, I know in yeah, the Jesse Post has been doing he, a great job with that. Yeah, he does. Jesse Post does an amazing job, and you know, he updates all of the, you know, he does a lot of the photos, and he also updates the websites after the class. And uh, so I worked a lot with him this summer. But also, you know, the first event of the season down there in Saluda, South Carolina, uh, the the show that Lucas Oil taped was up there, you know, within a couple or three days on, on the app, on the Lucas Oil app. And uh, they, you know, they used the live talent. So I was there and they had my voice uh, against the uh, the video until, you know, the, the uh, on-air talent went in and, and, and actually produced the show that would it go on. But, you know, it's it's not live, but it was, uh, you know, all summer it was within a day or two at the most. Yeah, and the, the productions that have come up such a long ways, both with the RFD TV and the AP productions and what they do, and, of course, with Lucas Oil and their productions. I mean, just from the first year that, you know, NTPA was on RFD TV, 
um, to now, I mean, both organizations do a great job of, of presenting polling in a different way. They both have their unique styles, and I think that's great for polling, you know, outlaw on velocity um, as well. They're doing a great job out west, and and it's polling has just come even a long ways from in the last five years in terms of the TV oh, exposure and uh, social media. Agreed, and I, I think it's only going to continue to grow. Uh, you know, I know, for example, uh, this this sort of cross-referencing of sports is another thing I think is important. Uh, I don't know how familiar you are, but this year, Joe Ader got to take the Geico Modify to uh, the summer race, the July race at Talladega. Yeah, that's that's huge, and I think polling should take a, a um, you know, in the off-season, like the Daytona 500, if they could somehow get down there, maybe set up a booth, whether it's NTPA, Lucas Oil, or both down there. Maybe if they could sure. get a couple vehicles, um, because th- th- you know they're all motorheads down there. So I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone was intrigued uh, to see this four-engine vehicle at Talladega. Absolutely, and I know uh, having talked with Joe later about it, he said it was, you know, just busy from the minute they parked that tractor there. <laughs> there was just nothing but, you know, incredible interest uh, the entire weekend, and, and even NASCAR drivers, uh, I think. Uh, uh, the, the Geico driver came over and uh, actually sat in the tractor for for a bit and got you know had a photo op. I can't remember now who it was. Um, if you said his uh, name, I, I yeah, you. I'm trying to think who is the Geico sponsor. I don't get, I don't watch NASCAR as much as I used face. to. So um, <laughs> I'm picturing his face, but uh, J- Jamie something I believe. Um, I don't know. Anyway, he he. Uh, there, there was a photo well, op with with him well, the tractor. Yeah, not Jamie Boyer, um, right? Or is it Jamie Boyer? No, no, or no. It's, uh, Jamie Mears, I believe. Is that uh, right? I, there Something was a. Mears. Oh, I can't even think now because he he's a his dad was a racer too, I believe. No, his uncle. His uncle. Or was uncle. Was an okay. Driver. Yeah, Indy. Yep. And did he start at IndyCar and then he moved over to NASCAR too? Kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's correct. Yep. And I and I. And Boyer, he's been to Bowling Green, right? Was it last year? Or yeah, two Boyer's years ago? been there. Because he did a, uh, a Twitter and, feed from it. Yeah, remember. Boyer's been there. Sam Hornish used to go a lot too. Uh, okay. Car driver. Yeah, so I mean, those are the types. Of, if we can get you know, even NASCAR drivers interested, I mean, just look at the followers that they could bring to the sport. And of course, sure. you know, if you go to like a Daytona 500, you have a hundred to two hundred thousand people around the the racetrack at. Um, any one time, I can't imagine the people. Is, I'm pretty sure Joe Ader was probably way overwhelmed on the interest. Because um, yeah, he he seemed to be he seemed to be. Well, he was he was just delighted. He was delighted oh yeah, with how I'm, well it was yeah. received. And, and uh, I think uh, you know he'll do that again uh, if he's asked to. I don't I don't think there's any question. Yeah, it would be like. Like you said, it'd be really great, uh, you know, especially like with the Daytona 500, maybe like someone that has a sponsorship like Geico or any of the other vehicles that have those types of sponsorships to possibly get their vehicles down there on display and they can talk about the upcoming season. Maybe, you know, maybe Greg Grandel can go down with them if they're, you know, with NTPA or anyone from PPL and uh, set up a booth down there. And uh, I think it's a, I know NTPA goes to the convention is it uh, in Las Vegas? They have a booth out yeah. there, and uh, so they do a great job uh, of promoting that way and getting uh, into different parts of the country and trying to promote the sport truck and tractor pulling that way. But getting to these big motorsports events um, will only just help bring more people and in interest, whether it's watching online or maybe even if they're 
close to event. Uh, um, the southeast corner is limited in terms of, you know, poles that, that way, but the east coast, you know, with the uh, Galat Motorsports and Saluda now um, starting to gain interest, I think that would be a really appealing for, you know, if there's anyone in Florida to take sure. a trip well, I, there. i tell you what I'd like to see, and, and again, I'd, I'm, you know, we're probably way ahead of ourselves here, but, <laughs> you know, I remember many, many moons ago, uh, and I won't mention the sanctioning body because it's no longer around, but Many, many, many moons ago, in the early 2000s, there was one pole, one year, I believe, at Bristol Motor Speedway in Tennessee. Um, the famous uh, half, you know, yep. uh, half mile bull ring there. They pulled on pit road. Yeah, I remember. Was that ATPA? I believe back. Yeah, in the I day? believe. Uh, yeah, and I believe ESPN, was, uh, I believe, was there for filming. Yeah, or no, was, Speed I Vision. Believe I believe a, they were on Speed maybe Vision. Maybe a two night show. Uh, I was there, and I remember it very vividly. Uh, the crowd was, you know, sparse. Yeah. But uh, it, but you got was, that huge, you know, huge venue like that, so it's probably kind of hard to judge when. Right, know. right. But I think if we could do more stuff like that, I know, uh, I know, uh, the uh, Lucas Oil Pro Pulling League, I believe, two years ago, went out to the big, you know, Wild Horse Park in yep. Phoenix, and and had at an event, and it was well received. Uh, and I, I think they're going to have to continue to do stuff like that. Try to get some of those you know, monster venues and, and just, you know, maybe you don't spell out the first couple of years, but you try to grow it and then you're going to kind of cross-pollinate the, the roundy-round guys uh, and, and make pulling fans out of them. Yeah, I mean, if you can bring the best of the best in your pulling organization to these venues, whether it's out in Chandler, Arizona, or a Bristol, Tennessee, where you could, uh, you know, put a pulling track on the on pit lane, um, it, you know, if we can generate the sponsorship and just promote and promote, um, I think, you know, you can definitely continue to grow in that ways. And that's, you know, I've always thought about, I don't know if it, you know, what, what it took to put on that one time event, you know, I'm sure the money to get Bristol motor speedway in a weekend, um, that's probably the biggest, uh, key. I'm sure they're busy, you know, you know their, their schedule to fit into the schedule and the polling schedule, um, that's already set in place, but it, like you said, it, it's something that they can definitely strive to do. If they can have a football game at Bristol Motor Speedway, I think they can put on a on a polling exactly. Event. You you hit the nail right on the head, and they sold out there for the football game. Yeah, yeah. And, even if you couldn't was, even see what was going on in that little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was unbelievable. I mean, I, I found myself being like, "Man, I wish I'd gone to that." And I'm yeah, not that, even a fan of either of those teams yeah. that were playing. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think, to your point, it's just a matter of finding the sponsorship, finding the corporate dollars to where, you know, if uh, if the thing doesn't sell out and you lose a little money the first year or two, you're not, you know, you can still put it in and, and try again. But, you know, I think that's what's going to take things over, you know, as far as getting us into other venues and, and kind of cross-pollinating, pulling with other big motorsports. Yeah, that's for sure. And before we wrap up here, do you have a... Um, any big plans for the off season uh, upcoming for your show or anything that you're going to be doing here uh, um, before we hit to, you know, we'll be a couple months away from Gordyville already. Yeah, you're right. Uh, no, I'll just kind of continue to uh, work on my show and, and sort of follow storylines that are starting. You know, I always try uh, in the midwinter to understand, you know, if anybody's building new vehicles or changing equipment or, 
you know, any sort of off-season uh, changes for teams that uh, I need to be aware of so that I can speak to them, uh, you know, as the seasons are beginning. Uh, and then, you know, before you know it, yeah, you start in Gordyville, and then there'll be, uh, you know, there'll be uh, the Cordale Pool and then Louisville. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll, it'll uh, no, really just, fast, so. I, I try to... I try to enjoy my rest and my time off because, as you're well aware, once the season starts, it's a grind. And so, you know, I'll hopefully be asked to be back with Clint Tucker and his crew and, and Gordy this year. And uh, then before you know it, it's April and you're off playing with South Carolina. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm going to take the next few weeks and uh, enjoy the holidays with the family. And, uh, of course, we're going to do the banquet. Uh, the Lucas Oil banquet is next weekend or this coming uh, weekend actually this this Saturday the 29th at yeah, the Hyatt in Indianapolis yep. they're going to crown all of their champions so once that's done and the you know the farmers are done harvesting and and uh, everybody kind of just chills out for a few weeks and then it's time to go pulling again but yeah I'm going to keep working on the show and uh, you know look at ways to continue to grow it and try to get some more followers on the Facebook page and uh, hopefully be ready for for voting and hope to maybe see you guys out there somewhere. I, I'd like to make the, the Hillsborough pool. I still haven't gone to see Slama's uh, operation. Yeah, so hopefully, yeah. Never been to Toma. So I mean, I've never been into the. Uh, I've never been into your state to see a pool. And maybe, uh, maybe this year I got to try. Yeah, either Toma or Hillsborough. Definitely. Uh, you know, we got to see your dad and brother up in Toma. That was great to see them up there, and uh, uh, you know, we got a chance to just talk to him briefly. You know, his first first time in Toma as well. And of course, it's hard to get away from you know your own region. And what you're familiar right. with, and the polls that you come accustomed to, it's the same up here with the Badger State trying to get away from the polling schedule up here. But yeah, if you definitely have the opportunity, uh, you know, we'll invite you up with open arms, and uh, uh, you know, we'll we'll know you have a great time uh, polling up. Uh, you know, as a spectator, uh, maybe we'll get you on the mic yeah. up at Hillsboro, or or they'll sneak <laughs> you on at uh, up at Toma as well. So, sure. um, so it's well, it's a it's great. To- Miles, my brother, you know, the first year he went to Toma, I believe, Jared Nelson, who we talked about before, you know, got the victory there, and then they talked about what a wonderful place it was. It's on my list. It's on my short list. That is Hillsboro. I'd love to get up there, and and hopefully this year I can do it. But uh, if you make it to Gordyville or you make it down to Louisville, Yep, I will be uh, at Gordyville for sure. Um, Okay, great. uh, Louisville, it's a hit and miss. It always depends on – what's going on but yeah i'll be at gordyville for sure uh, i helped clint out with his uh pulling videos up here in the badger state and so excellent um good well then we'll plan on seeing you there yep yeah, yep so i'll definitely be in gordyville uh, for, uh, for friday and saturday won't make it down for thursday but at least uh, i'll be there for friday and saturday and uh um hopefully uh, we'll be down in louisville again i uh, got to make it down last year and uh hopefully it'll be uh maybe down there and uh rooting on the remedy as they with the limited pro class this year so we'll yeah, see that, uh, I hope that happens. Yeah, yeah, we we have our fingers crossed up here, and of uh, just to watch limited pro class. But I think he has a good shot with the Badger State Points Championship and uh, this year, and uh, uh, he'll definitely shake things up at Louisville if he's down there uh, waiting in line to to talk in the mic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, It'll definitely make I, it for an interesting. Wait. So, but you'll you know we'll see here soon. That list will be out uh, before you know it. Yeah. Yep. And. uh it's always uh, always uh, interesting to see, you know. So th- this will be a big shake-up, you know, with the limited pro and uh, the four-wheel drive class making it back. So uh, the, the gas yeah, truck. I'm, so. I'm glad. I, I think they're they're staying on the cutting edge and, and trying to mix things up, and, and I applaud them. Yeah, so, yeah, hopefully they'll just continue to do a little bit more of that uh, each year and just uh, 
kind of get get that fan base back to where it was just a, a few years ago. Um, so the website, is it PolledIn.com or is that? The... Yeah, it's, get, it's uh, get pulled in, G-E-T, PolledIn.com, but uh, the Facebook page is uh, Facebook.com forward slash uh, get pulled in. Okay, the, uh, Jeremy, thanks for uh, taking some time with us this evening, and uh, uh, good luck with the rest of the off season and a uh, restful off season, and we'll see you in the winter months here coming up. Absolutely, can't wait. You guys have a good evening. You too, thanks a lot. That was uh, Jeremy Krieger joining us, uh, the the famous Krieger family, as they continue their announcing uh, uh, traditions as well. That's uh, getpulledin.com. Uh, he has a podcast. Uh, his uh, next episode coming up this weekend. Check that out. He has uh, uh, Jeremy Nelson with uh, the Nelson polling team, uh, the two-wheel drive uh, polling team, um, the big family polling down there and the PPL circuit, and they hit a couple NTPA as well. So we're going to wrap up the show here uh, for Jason Schultz uh, and Brandon Johnson. I'm Ryan Zolk. Again, tune in next week. Uh, Let's Grow Polling every Monday night right here, 7 o'clock Central Time, and have a great rest of your week.